0: Welcome to this week's podcast from Free Chapel in Orange County. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information, check out our website at freechapel.org. I want to go to three quick scriptures. And I want to begin in Hosea chapter 10 and verse 12. And each time you're going to see that word break, something's going to break, and you're going to understand what I'm talking about. But in Hosea chapter 10 and verse 12, As we have been fasting and praying for 21 days, he said in verse 12, Sow for yourselves righteousness. That's what you've been doing. You've been sowing. You've been sowing for the last 21 days, reading the word, prayer, fasting, sowing. Sow to yourself righteousness, reap in mercy. Break up your fallow ground, for it is time to seek the Lord till he comes. And notice what happens it's going to rain righteousness on you break up your it's personal your this is about you your fallow ground now I want you while you have your bible open to turn right and go in the old testament to the book of Micah and I'm giving you all these hard chapters to find so don't feel like that you're bad if you have to go to the front of your bible and find them or just look on the screen like heathens do amen <laughs> Micah, Micah chapter 2 Micah chapter 2. I want you to notice in verse 12, I will surely assemble you. I will surely gather the remnant. I will put them, notice this, together like a flock in the midst of a pasture. They'll make loud noise. They'll praise me because of so many people. Then one who breaks open will come up before them They will, notice this, break out and pass through the gates and go by it. Their king will pass before them with the Lord at their head. Verse 13, they will break out. And notice it's they. Now, the breakup was personal. It was about you. But notice this is about they, the assembly, the gathering, will have a, and the word changes from break up to break out. One more verse. One more verse of Scripture, real quick. Go left to 2 Samuel chapter 23 and verse 15. And David said with longing, "Oh, that someone would give me a drink of the water from the well of Bethlehem, which is by the gate. So the three mighty men, here's the word, broke through. Everybody say broke through. through. The three mighty men broke through the camp of the Philistines and drew water from the well of Bethlehem that was by the gate, and took it and brought it to David. Nevertheless, he would not drink it and poured it out unto the Lord. So I want you to see what is taking place here. He starts out and he says, he gives this instruction, break up the fallow ground. And it's personal, your fallow ground. The word fallow meaning ground in your own life that at one time was fruitful, at one time was productive, but it has become hardened. And that's what we've been doing for 21 days. We've been breaking up the hardness, the, the, the unfruitfulness, the areas of our life that we have not been fruitful. Maybe at one time we were producing the gifts or the fruits of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, uh, faith, kindness, patience, long-suffering. Those things were in us. But we became hardened through the cares of life. Maybe you got distracted. Maybe you got caught up in the things of this world. But what we've been doing for 21 days, and if you haven't been doing it, relax. We've been doing it for you, and you're still going to get a breakthrough just because you're here today. But, but he said, break up, break up your fallow ground. And I'll send heavenly rain because brokenness on earth brings openness in heaven. When God finds brokenness in us, He opens the heavens and the rain begins to pour. It sounds like I'm in a little bubble up here or something, so you can just bring the monitor down on me if you need to. Brokenness on earth brings openness in heaven. There's got to be a re-breaking up on the inside. Break up the fallow ground. Now watch this, that's personal. God, I, I used to pray, I used to read the word, and I, I somehow I've become not fruitful in those areas, so break me up. And that's what you've been doing. You've been doing that as you've been fasting and praying. You've been saying, break up those unproductive fields in my own life. Then he says something remarkable happens. The next time where we go to the, the, the book of Micah, He says, And then I'll bring you to an assembly, a gathering of people, and that gathering of people will break out. You bring your individual brokenness with hundreds of others who are here tonight, and God says, I'm going to transform that assembly, and I'm going to put an anointing on them for a breakout, a breakout anointing, this is a breakout, a holy breakout tonight that people are going to break out of bondages and break out of addictions and break out of depression and break out of inferiority and break out of, uh, of things that have held them back. What are you talking about a breakout? A breakout of self-imposed limitations. A breakout of your own inferiorities. A breakout of imprisoning past thoughts. A breakout of all the garbage and all the baggage and the depression. A breakout of self-defeating mentality. Here's a big one. A breakout of people's appraisal of you. Sometimes we need God before we pray for breakthrough. But really what we need is a breakout of the own limitations that we have put ourselves in and people's appraisal of us. That we, we feel like we can't do anything because we've listened to voices. But God says before you get a breakthrough, you're going to get a break out of the limitations that you've allowed situations to put on you. David was a great breakthrough leader as you're going to see in, the, in 2 Samuel. But first he had to break out of himself. You remember when his father was asked by by the prophet to send all of his children because one of them was going to become king of Israel. And he didn't even bother to send his eighth son named David. He sent his other boys because in his mind, the father's mind, Jesse, David could never be king. He was not king material. And in order for David to be the leader that God called him to be, he had to break out Of that personal appraisal that his own father had put on him before he could be who God called him to be. Breakthrough has to do now, once you have a breakup of your own will and your own ways and you get broken before God, then he says, I'm gonna bring you to an assembly. Welcome to that assembly. On a Sunday afternoon, I'll turn that assembly into a place where they have a breakout in their mentality, in their faith, in their joy. Breakup is individual, and I'm gonna go and say it like I wanna say it. Some of you need to break up with an old bro- boyfriend, break up with an old girlfriend. Break up with some addictions. Break up with some drugs and cigarettes and alcohol problems. You need to just break up with it. It's destroying your life. Break up with that little secret affair. Break up with that little addiction. And once you break up the fallow ground, God says then everybody bring their brokenness, their individual brokenness together and one can put a thousand to flight. But when I get you together, two can put 10,000 to flight, and I'll put a breakout anointing on that gathering. It is a good word. I feel it down in my bones. I'm trying to calm down for the visitors. I feel that. Turn to somebody and say, we're in a breakout assembly tonight. You you picked the wrong little church to come have a sleepy service. Miracles can break out. Healing can break out. Victory can break out. Joy can break out. Praise can break out. Hallelujah. Now watch now. Once you have a personal breakup, And the moment somebody just gives your personal life and breaks up with who you're supposed to break up, guess what? God's going to put you in the middle of a breakout. And then after you break out, notice what happens next. Then there is a breakthrough. Now notice this. The breakthrough has to do with the enemy's front line. You're not ready to deal with the enemy until you get you broken up. And then you get in a good church that breaks out (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to preach it like I feel like preaching it. They they break out of nicey, nicey church. They break out of... Of trying to please everybody and explain it. Sometimes we need to have services that you just can't explain. There's such a breakout of the Holy Spirit that people leave there scratching their heads saying, I don't know what all happened in there, but I sure do feel lifted. I sure do feel Jesus. I sure do feel my spirit alive and my faith is on fire. It's the kind of breakout that happens in a church like this. You're not safe. Even if you came to church and you don't want to be here, you're in a breakout place. Then we start dealing with the enemy's front lines because the Bible said that David had three mighty men and they heard that their king, David, was thirsty. And their king wanted something. And they said, well, we'll just go through the Philistines' front line. Because the well of Bethlehem was on the other side of the front line of the Philistines. And the Bible said they broke through. Fighting Philistines for a cup of water. The Lord told me to tell you, and I'm careful when I say that. But the way He speaks to me, not in an audible voice, but in my spirit. He said, tell the people that they'll know when the breakthrough has come. Because it'll be fresh water. Are you tired of the dryness? Are you tired of the deadness? Are you tired of the wilderness? Are you tired of the dry place? God says that you're about to get a breakthrough and you're going to get a drink of fresh living water. you got to have a breakout assembly. And then you'll have a breakthrough. A church of destiny. This is one. In the Olympics in the 1940s, Pat O'Brien won the gold medal with the shot put. Now, the shot put is a metal heavy ball. You've seen them. And up until this point, he won the gold medal when, by running. They would run and then they would throw that heavy ball. And whoever could throw it, the farthest won. And he won the gold medal. He threw it. This is pretty amazing. 16 feet. But he wasn't happy with his own Gold medal. And so he decided on his last attempt rather than just run straight. Now, everybody had always done it that way, but he started twirling and whirling in circles. I'll illustrate it for you like this. And when he did, he released it and he threw it over 17 feet. He broke through the self imposed limitations that stopped him in the sports world, had a breakthrough. Now, in the Olympics, you never see anyone throw straight. You see them whirl and twirl when they're throwing that shot put. A man said, I'm not satisfied with the world record gold medal I have. God has more and I've got to break out in my mentality before I can have a breakthrough to something that's never been done before. Some churches are more memory driven than they are vision driven. They're so accustomed to how things used to be. But he didn't change the shot put. It's the same shot put. It's the same iron ball. He just changed the method of how he threw it and the passion with which he he threw it. We're not changing the gospel, but we need to approach this year. And I'm ready for God to whirl and twirl. I'll be a twirly bird for Jesus if that's what he wants tonight. But I am not settling for the victories in the past. I'm going to get some in 19, in in 2017. (laughs) Oh, come on and clap better than that. You remember that great scientific experiment of the man who put fleas in the jar. And he watched as the fleas jumped and they would hit their little heads on the on the lid that he put on the top of the jar. And they kept hitting it and kept hitting it. And he just left the lid on for two or three weeks. And he came back and took the lid off. And to his astonishment. When he took the lid off a few weeks later. The fleas would jump only as high as the lid had been. There was no lid. But they were dictated by their past experience. They were not realizing the lid had been taken off. They they had convinced themselves it couldn't be done. And so they gave up. And it may feel like you've been hitting a glass ceiling and hitting a lid. But the Lord in this fast is saying, I'm taking the lid off. And you're going to go higher than you've ever been before. Somebody shout, it can be done. It's time to take the lid off and see how high we can jump. See, there's God-canners and there's can-godders. Now, now, can-godders say can-god, can-god, can-god. But God-canners say God-can, God-can, God-can. And there's only two kinds of people I'm preaching to. You're either a God-canner or a can-god. And I don't know about you, but I'm a God-canner. I believe God can do exceedingly, abundantly. Uh, The lid is off. The lid is off of your life. The li- I don't care how many times you've tried and failed. Breakthrough says the lid is off. Don't let your past trouble name your future. When the Ark of the Covenant was stolen, the Bible said there was a woman who had a baby and when she heard the Ark was stolen... From the Israelites, she named her child Ichabod. She named her future by her present condition and her past experiences. Failure in the past does not nullify purpose in the future. She let the past bad circumstances name her future. She should have named him Emmanuel because the ark came back and God was with them. And sometimes if you're not careful you'll you just you just go into a new year like we're in just saying when nothing good happens to me I'm in a hell place right now it's awful what I'm going through and what I've been through but don't let your past name your future that baby was her future and she named it by her past experiences Ikibod Iki for short <laughs> We need new goals set Break up that fallow ground. A new me. Hallelujah. Break out in your congregation. Do you believe that God has given us a breakout anointing on this assembly? Does anybody believe that we can reach more people this year in Orange County than we've ever reached before? And the lid is off. Does anybody believe that? Let's just set a goal. I believe in our new baptism outside. You know, we got a big baptism water feature that's going in out there and we're going to baptize heathens outside in front of the cross as the cars ride by, drive by blessings right under the cross. I believe that we could have such a breakout assembly that 1,000 people could be saved and baptized the first year, the first 12 months in that new. Can anybody dare to believe that one of your sons, one of your daughters, one of your friends, one of your colleagues could be in the water? (laughs) Under the cross. Glory. Well, what if it doesn't happen? We, we, we don't need. Well, what if you shut up? Have you thought about that? Excuse me. I, moment of flesh. See, I need to break up the fallow ground. That was me. That was not God. Was a, I'm almost done preaching. That in itself is a miracle. And you know that if you attend church here. There was another Olympic winner. The highest that anyone had ever jumped in the high bar jump was six feet, which is pretty remarkable. I'm I'm six foot, a little over six foot. Could you run toward me and jump over my head? (laughs) Feet first. And we had gold medalists that did that. But then there came a guy named Folesbury and he had developed a new method of doing it called the Folesbury flop. And he won a gold medal. Now here's what he determined. He said, I believe that instead of running and then jumping and throwing my feet over the high bar, I'm going to jump, turn my back in midair and get my head over and my feet will follow. And instead of... Instead of six feet, the Folesbury flop, as it became known, he went seven feet, eight inches. Now here's what they, they interviewed him after that. There he goes. They had never, nobody had ever done that before. Nobody had ever seen that before. That's called a breakthrough. And when they interviewed him, they said, what made you think that you could do that? And listen to his brilliant answer. He said, and I quote, if I knew if I could get my heart over the bar, my feet would follow. And that's what I'm trying to say about breakthrough. If you, can, if you can break out of the mentality, I'm an addict, I'll always be an addict. If you can get your heart over that bar, your whole body will follow. God wants to give you a breakup, a out, and a breakthrough, the enemy's front line. You see, the enemy has a front line, and don't ever say words that makes the enemy think he's winning. Quit bragging on the devil. My Bible said he that's in you is greater. The Bible said they that be with us, speaking of angelic hosts, they that be with us are more than they that be with them. Why should more honor less? If I've got more with me and in me, why should I go around bragging on how big and bad the devil is and what he's doing to my family? No, I'm not going... More shouldn't honor less. He has to honor the God that is in me and they that be with me are more than they that be with them. Now, I don't know if you've ever thought about it, but it is possible, it is possible, for, according to the Bible, for the devil to get a breakthrough. Either you're getting breakthroughs or the devil this year. Well, how does that happen? Matthew 6, 19. Lay not up for yourselves treasures where thieves... What is Satan? The thief cometh, to kill, steal, and destroy. Lay not up for yourself treasures where thieves... Notice these words. Breakthrough. In other words, if you're more concerned about things than you are God, you give the devil a breakthrough in your life. If you're more concerned, that's why fasting is so powerful, because if you're more concerned about things and treasures and house and this and that, God will not take second place in your life over anything. And when you are more concerned about things than you are God and His priority in your life, you give the devil a breakthrough in your life. Now, watch this. When God gives you a breakthrough, it starts individually. You break up. On the inside, you get broken up. Then you get in a gathering and the anointing starts coming. The Word starts hitting you. Faith starts coming. You get in a breakout assembly. Your mentality changes. You start getting your head and your mind and your heart over the bar. And your body follows. And then God gives you a breakthrough. The enemy's front line. But watch Satan. He totally reverses it. So when we put things above God... When we put other priorities above God, we give the... uh, Listen, don't let stuff pull you away from your commitment to God this year. Things versus God. And God just sits back and watches and He says, if you give things the priority, people the priority, whatever it is greater than God in your life, it gives the enemy a breakthrough. The thief breaks through. Now watch this. Once... The enemy breaks through, because your priorities are out of order, then there comes a break out. What do you mean? You start breaking out of church. You start breaking out of reading the word. You start breaking out, and suddenly, stuff that you were convicted about, you go back to. Breaking out of your vows, and your commitments, and your consecration to God. And then, you have breakups. That's how families get broke up. I've been in this a long time. You lose your priority for God. You break out of God's house and the assembly. The next thing that happens is the breakup of the family, of the marriage, of the children. Some situation comes and your life gets broken up. But God says, if you get broken up after me, put me first. Get in a good church, a breakout assembly... I'll give you breakthroughs, the front line of the enemy. Now, I'm almost done, but watch this. Jesus had a breakup in the garden of Gethsemane. Not my will, see him having a breakup, the fallow ground. Not my will, but thine be done. Then he had a breakout when they put him in Joseph's tomb the third day. The stone was rolled away and the grave couldn't hold him because he went from break up to break out. And now he says, for you this night on this fast, because of what I've done, you can break through the front lines of the enemy and get fresh water. Sometimes before God can give you a breakthrough, He has to break you in. To a terrible situation. That's what he did for Paul and Silas. He broke them into prison. (laughs) Because we would never go there voluntarily. But God breaks you in. And when they started praising. And you'll never get out of that prison until you learn to praise in your pain. And when they started praising in a situation they didn't choose to be in, but God in His sovereignty allowed them, and if He's putting you in a a prison situation, it's not because He hates you, it's about somebody else's breakthrough that God's going to use you to bring to pass. So if you've got a bad report, and it seems like you've been broke into a horrible situation, what did they do? At midnight, they started praising God, you've got to praise in your pain, And suddenly God gave them a breakout, an earthquake hit, hit, the chains fell off, the prison doors opened, but it wasn't just them. Watch this. Then they had to break through the enemy's lines. All the prisoners got free and saved. The jailer gets saved. And then Paul turns and says, and by the way, if you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and this is what I really felt. If you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, you shall be saved, jailer, and your whole house break through. And one thing God is doing as they're coming on this year's fast is He's going to, I don't know when, I don't know how, but you're going to hold that loved one, you're going to hold that lost one, you're going to hold that prodigal daughter and son, you're going to hold them in your arms, and they're going to break in your arms, they're going to weep their way to Calvary, they're going to weep their way to restoration, they're going to get back what the enemy stole in their life, because He's going to get breakthrough for you and your house. Come on and shout amen, somebody. So tonight, tonight, I'm here, and I'm not just preaching a sermon, I'm decreeing a prophetic word. That this will be the year of mighty breakthroughs. That as you break up the fallow ground, God is going to bring breakouts of loud praise in your soul. And in this congregation, and in our mentality... We're going to go higher. The lid is coming off. And if that were not enough, then we're going to realize that we built momentum and we might as well break through the front line of the enemy. and Go all the way with God. I'm going to ask you to stand all over this room to your feet.